we see um, Jesus um, often at odds with the Pharisees um, on the Sabbath. And um, it's because the Pharisees had a misperception of God's commandments. Jesus, uh, and many of those commandments, I must say, involve the Sabbath. So the opportunity for these conflicts um, often came up um, on those days. And from the uh, Pharisees' perspective, the commandments were rules. And if you could follow all these rules to the letter, uh, letter then you were um, worthy of praise in your holiness. Jesus' whole idea was to give them a true outlook on why the commandments were there. When Jesus was asked by uh, a scribe what was the greatest commandment, he told them, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And then unsolicited, he says, the second is like it. Love thy neighbor as your, uh, your neighbor as yourself. And in fact, the two cannot be separated. In fact, those two encompass all the commandments. So if you're not following one of these commandments with those thoughts in mind, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself, you're missing the whole reason for that particular commandment. We're fairly far into Jesus' ministry. We're at chapter uh, 14 of Luke's Gospel. They're already planning against Jesus, and Jesus knows this. Yet Jesus chooses to go to the homes of the Pharisees despite their hatred. Because contrary to what might be believed, Jesus never gives up on the Pharisees. He's always trying to convert him. The question we have to ask ourselves are, is do we, when we think about individuals that we're trying to share the good news with, do we give up on them? Do we think of them as a lost cause? The second thing that we notice with regard to Jesus's going to the Pharisees and having meals with them despite their feeling towards him is that he just 
is not about salvation for the poor, the oppressed, or the marginalized. Jesus, in fact, wants to save everyone. And in today's social scheme, we tend to think if you're poor, oppressed, and marginalized, salvation is there for you. And if you are rich and powerful, it's not. That's a misconception of our society. What we want to do is evangelize to those in positions of means and power so that their hearts will decide to utilize those means and powers to promote the kingdom of God. Wealth and power are not an evil. It's the use of your wealth and power that determines whether it's good or evil. In looking at today's gospel, we see the Pharisees very anal about following the commandments. And I often wonder, what would Jesus be talking about if he was here today? because we tend to swing the pendulum in the opposite direction. In today's society, we don't necessarily see Sunday as a different day than the rest of the days. People work, People do things out of um, a sense of I've got free time and I've got this thing to do, let me go do that, without realizing that we need to be observing the third commandment. You know, observe the Sabbath and keep it holy. It's not that we're to be at this end of the pendulum like the Pharisees, but we have to remember why it is that God gave us the Sabbath. I want to look at my phone here because... I brought up a couple of paragraphs from the Catechism of the Catholic Church that tells us um, how we should observe the Sabbath. And ironically, uh, in, the, the, in the Catechism, you see these dark um, th- uh, titles that aren't really paragraphs of the uh, Catechism, but kind of give you an idea of what it's be- is being talked about. And this one says, a day of grace and rest from work. And it's paragraphs 2184 and 2185. Just as God rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done, 
Human life has a rhythm of work and rest. The institution of the Lord's Day helps everyone enjoy adequate rest and leisure to cultivate their familial, cultural, social, and religious lives. Family, culture, society, religion. On Sundays and other holy days of obligation, the faithful are to refrain from engaging in work or activities that hinder the worship owed God, the joy proper to the Lord's day, and the performance of the works of mercy and the appropriate relaxation of mind and body. Family needs or important social service can legitimately excuse us from the obligation of Sunday rest. That means neighbor is more important than following the letters of the law. The faithful should see to it that legitimate excuses do not lead to habits prejudicial to religion, family life, and health. The things that we do on Sunday are less important than the reasons why we do it. I can choose on a Sunday, exercising my free will, to go out and work in the yard. Now, if I'm doing it because I've got spare time and it's a chore that I've been avoiding and I just got to get it done, maybe I shouldn't be doing it. But... I could go out and do the exact same thing, work in the yard. But if I enjoy doing that work, if I enjoy looking at plants and seeing the sky and birds and the rest of God's creation, and I have my grandkids out there helping me plant flowers or working in the yard, that could be a righteous way to spend a Sunday. I'm focusing on family and God. When we think about the Lord's Day, let us remember that the whole idea for that commandment, and in fact all the commandments, are not that they be these hoops that we have to jump through in order to obtain holiness, but they are tools and guides that help us to move towards God, to love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, 
and to love our neighbor as ourselves.